now tuned in to the Meesey Muse Unplugged, a pop-up podcast variety show helping consultants along their journey to greatness with your host, management consultant, author, and blogger, Christy Lindor. Welcome to the Macy Muse Unplugged podcast show. For today's episode, we will be doing a segment that I call Quick Wins. This is actually our first Quick Wins of this pop-up podcast. And with this segment, we look to showcase a product or service that is beneficial for consultants to really consider adding to their toolkit on their journey to greatness. And so with that, I would like to welcome Luis Vasquez of MightyIntrovert.com to the show. Hi, Luis. Thank you so much for taking time to join us uh, today on the Macy Muse Unplugged. Before, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm super excited. I think this will be a, a, a great conversation. So I guess before we get started with uh, today's interview, if you can maybe just take a moment to introduce yourself to the go-getters of the Macy Muse Unplugged. Sure, sure. So I teach introverted freelancers and consultants how to sell, and I do that through writing, speaking, and teaching at MightyIntrovert.com. I find that's just such a unique kind of place to be in. And, you know, what's interesting, Louis, about that, I'm introverted by, by nature, and I spent so many years trying not to be introverted because, you know, here in the U.S., specifically and consulting, it seems like the value, you know, the values or characteristics that people tend to weigh or give more credibility towards is those of those, you know, of, of, of folks that are more outward and, and kind of more, more extroverted. And so I've built up this, like, I call it sometimes like a Jekyll and Hyde type of thing where, you know, I'm at work and I'm able to kind of really flex and become kind of extroverted. And then I go back to my, my default space. So I remember I came across your website on, I forget, in one of the social media networks, and I was really intrigued by it. So my first question for you is, you know, how did you begin the journey of creating the MightyIntrovert.com and, and the online course that you have? Sure. So since I was a little boy, I was introverted. And most of the things I've done in my life, uh, I've always been able to be introverted. When I started working in the corporate world, uh, specifically in the consultant role, what happened was I slowly started to have to flex that extroverted muscle, as you mentioned. And before I knew it, I was just totally different. Now, I grew up in Mexican culture, so socialization is built into our culture. So I know how to flex an extroverted muscle just as you can. But the thing is, when I wanted to leave the corporate world, and I started my own business. I started freelancing and consulting on my own terms. What happened was I went to sell, (laughs) and I was selling like an extrovert. I was really imitating what I thought selling looked like in the corporate world. And in reality, it just mismatched who I was. So there was an inconsistency, and I was failing pretty much, and I sold really crappy projects. It was just not working for me. What I said was, you know, if I'm going to fail, let me fail in my own style and with dignity, at least with who I am. 
And so what I started doing was I started to shape my selling differently. I started making different decisions in my business. And I started making all, you know, my interactions with my clients uh, in consulting and freelancing very personalized to who I was. And what I discovered was that was the key to running my successful business. And so I started to make more friends, more freelancing friends, more consultant friends. And they would ask me questions about how did I sell certain types of projects because I was I was starting to sell higher price projects. And I thought that everyone had that type of success. And so what I did was I started a, a little a small newsletter between just like 10 friends. And I just started writing and writing. And what I started to notice was most of the questions that were coming in were more introverted questions. And so I just said, you know what, I'm going to start teaching introverted freelancers and consultants how to sell. And so it it took a little bit of while, a few months of writing and interacting. But eventually this is where I've honed in and I find it very satisfying because my work has everything to do with authenticity and empowering people to be who they are or if they're not content with that, giving them courage to change that. Right. It's so true. It's nice to see that you took what folks like myself and and probably other introverts out there took as, you know, what may be considered something that's a limit limiting kind of attribute and you really spun it into something positive and and impactful to others. So I give you kudos. I actually started to take your online course. I haven't finished it yet, but I've, it's actually been really good because it's helped me kind of reframe and rethink stuff. I, you, you mentioned authenticity and I, I'm going to want to go, I want to go back to that in a second, but can you maybe just share with the, um, you know, the go-getters like a little bit about like how your online course is structured and how did you come up with that as like, you know, the, your, your entree to this? Was it feedback from the newsletter? Maybe you can share a little bit of context there. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, it was mostly a bunch of questions that most freelancers and consultants had. So I started making a list and I would often write content accordingly. But now after a year of writing content, of interacting with introverts, I realized what their pain points are in selling. And these pain points are throughout the whole sales process. So many introverts, they just don't really even understand selling and they have no sales process. And so I structured the course according to the sales process. It's just a four-step sales process that happens uh, between every business, specifically with consultants and freelancers, that they're just phases where if you were to learn how to think about them from an introverted point of view, that you would know how to make better decisions because everyone's sales process is differently. The way we persuade people, the way we influence people, it differs from person to person. And so to just learn how to think about every step of that sales process in a way to ask the right questions and then just to apply the proven principles that you're learning and just tailor it to who you are plus your ideal clients, it just makes you successful in influencing and persuading overall. And so that's how I structured the free course. But this actually was like a, a high-level course, maybe like a briefer course that's going to lead into an online workshop that I'm creating. And in that online workshop, 
what it is, is it's structured from an introvert's perspective, obviously. We're really good at asking questions. We love to ponder on deeper questions and really understand things. So the online workshop is actually structured from 18 questions that if you were to answer these 18 questions, you would become a better salesperson overall and you would find the, the necessary information, the critical action plans uh, that you would discover how to improve your sales skills and without sacrificing your introversion or giving up who you are. You know, that, that's really, really helpful. And I know that, you know, someone may be hearing this conversation and thinking, oh, you know, it's just a, an online course for freelancers. I, I think this is a course that anyone who is an introvert that really wants to, you know, learn how to, in, I like the word you use, influence, because that's how I see it as, you know, it's, it's not about the hard sell. And as consultants, it's really about how do we influence and, you know, shape and create solutions and offer them to our clients in a way that is authentic. And I think your course does a really nice job. Again, I'm like about, I'm probably about 75% through it. But, I, you know, for what I've, I've seen, it it really does a nice job of that. So I think it's interesting. And I'm, I'm actually looking forward to the workshop that you have coming out. I think that's great as well. How, how long is the workshop? So the workshop, I'm structuring it to be a three to four week workshop, but it's really in depth. And what you'll take away from it is like a proven sales process. Again, there are 18 questions that we'll discuss and then you'll answer these questions because every answer is different from person to person. And then you'll be structuring this sales process. And so what happens is when you give certain questions enough thought, you actually become a different person because your paradigms are shifting. A lot of people associate their identity with what they do. So, but in reality, what happens is they, they believe that who they are is because of what they do. But in reality, it's the other way around. They do the things they do because of who they are. And so if you realize that, what happens is we start to become different people when we shift our paradigms, when we grow and understand the world and we perceive it differently. And so the goal is to become that person that intuitively can influence others and feel comfortable doing it in their own skin. And that's what the workshop is about. So at the end, you have a sales process of crafted that's unique for your consultant business or your firm. and you'll be able to execute that sales process in a way that feels natural and authentic to yourself. That sounds great. When When is the, the workshop going to be available? Do you have a, a launch date yet? Yeah, I'm announcing the launch date in two weeks. So in two weeks, that launch date, I'm, I'm hoping to run the first course or the first online workshop sometime in September. That, that's great. I am so looking forward to that because like I said, I've, I've almost finished your, your currently your, your free online course. And I actually learned a lot about myself. You know, as I mentioned, I spend so much time flexing. So it's nice to see, you know, something that I can, you know, is a little bit more kind of authentic to me. So I, you know, I, I'm really looking forward to, to the workshop. I think, you know, one thing that you've mentioned on a, another, I think it was an interview you did in the past, I was looking it up online and, I, you know, you talked about breaking down introversion by culture. And, you know, I, I mentioned I flex a lot 
But it's funny when I stay in like my my natural state, people tend to think, you know, that I'm antisocial or, you know, I don't want to talk to them or, you know, I may think I'm better than them. And it's it's like nothing like that. It'd be interesting. I think if you can share with, you know, our, our go-getters, like, what did introversion mean to you growing up? Because I, I think it's such an interesting perspective. Sure, sure. So as I've researched introversion, there are things that are scientific, and then there are things that is just perception. And so introversion on a large scale is relative. The story that we tell ourselves about introversion is very relative to our culture into the people we surround ourselves with. I'm a Mexican introvert. A lot of people will say, you're not an introvert. You're No way. <laughs> you speak for a living or you do this kind of stuff. I said, well, there's a difference. I'm a Mexican introvert. So I have five sisters and two brothers. <laughs> there was not a lot of alone time in my life <laughs> growing up. So obviously I've developed more extroverted type of muscles. So introversion and extroversion, it's really a spectrum. And we all lie differently within the spectrum. Some of us are more introverted than others. But extroversion, I mean, you can learn how to develop skills that are more outgoing or that fit an extrovert more. And introversion, the same thing. So here in America right now, there's a craze where I think within the last five, ten years, America finally discovered that if they sat down and stayed quiet for a little bit, that it's actually helpful. And this is why everyone is trying to meditate. This is why yoga is so popular. Right, <laughs> the right. extroverted America finally discovered, hey, <laughs> if I stop talking and sit down for a little bit and be quiet. But the thing is, if you look at the way they meditate, they meditate, uh, they start off with like 10 minutes and then they work up to like 20 and then 30 and then sometimes even an hour. But it's a muscle that they're developing. And so we can do the exact same thing. However, with that being said, Growing up as a Mexican introvert, when I was a little boy, I would play with kids sporadically, you know, and normally these kids would have to come and prompt me to play with them because I preferred being by myself. When my parents, my family, and my culture saw that, that I would be by myself, these kids would come and try to play with me, I would play back with them. But once I was bored, I would kind of just separate myself from the group of kids and play by myself again or just be by myself. And, you know, a few minutes later, these kids would come and prompt me to play again with them. So what they perceived was, oh, my son or Luis is just a natural leader. He just has more alpha traits just naturally. And so they never associated my introversion with being passive, with being weak or antisocial. Instead, they told me the story indirectly. They never said it directly, but indirectly, they treated me as more of a leader as more of a dominant personality type. And so I grew up with that story in my head. Now that's very different from American culture. Right. Today's episode is brought to you on behalf of the Misi Muse. A hundred plus selected practices, unwritten rules and habits of great consultants. A book by Christy Lindor. Written in the voice of a mentor, the Misi Muse provides insights on the unwritten rules of great consultants, a perfect read for new or aspiring consultants. 
Christy dives into her 15-plus years of consulting experience while sharing interviews and anecdotes from over 50 consulting partners and leaders that represents thought leadership from 80% of the top 10 consulting firms in the world. Pre-sale begins shortly. Sign up at www.macymuse.com. Um, American culture, you know, they tell this story indirectly or even directly sometimes that introverts are passive, that they're antisocial, that they're weak. They're the weaker personality type. Now that's, you know, I'll tell you a story that I, I've told a few times uh, since last month. I was uh, at this conference in Boise, Idaho, and they had this closing party. And I used to be a break dancer, so I did a little break dancing set. And these people were, the crowd was cheering. These people were excited. And then this young lady comes up to me and she says, well, that was super awesome. But I thought you were an introvert. And I looked at her and I smiled. and I said, I didn't know introverts didn't dance. <laughs> and she realized, you know, what she had said, this assumption, this myth. And so the thing is, that was a moment where someone was indirectly trying to tell me a story about introversion. And if you don't understand your introversion, if you don't understand who you are, you run the risk of that indirect story affecting and influencing all of the decisions in your life. Because when you do want to go do something such as dance, because it's what feels natural at the moment, and someone tells you, I thought you were an introvert, you can easily start to question your identity. Well, you can easily start to say, oh, well, that's not something I do. So maybe I wasn't dancing right. <laughs> you know, was I dancing awkward? Right. So to understand who you are is just very important. And you have the power to tell your story uh, or to perceive introversion as a story. Scientifically, introversion is just about how stimulated we feel by our environment. So introverts, we are just more sensitive to environments. We're sensitive to noises. We're sensitive to interaction. It drains our energy a lot quicker than an extrovert. They're right. not as stimulated as we are. So that's why they're always outgoing. They're trying to find that stimulation balance that we naturally get even just by being our, by ourselves. And so we recharge when we're by ourselves because it doesn't take a lot to stimulate us versus an extrovert needs to be in that constant interaction to be able to recharge. And so that's pretty much scientifically what introversion is. But these characteristics are like, we don't dance, we don't know how to talk, we stutter, we're passive. You know, there's extroverts who are insecure, there are extroverts who are passive, there are extroverts who stutter. <laughs> so, I mean, right. just to tell yourself the bright story is just very empowering. Right. And thank you for sharing that story of growing up and the culture and everything you just said is just so on point. And, you know, I think about the, the newbie consultant or, you know, someone straight out of school that may be introverted. And I, I remember when I was, you know, coming up, I always was like, everyone, you know, they want to be very outward and open. And I wasn't like that. And, you know, whether it was it was perceived or not, I felt like that may have impacted my career in the beginning. And so I really made sure I built that flex muscle. But what I really like about your mission and what you're doing is, is really about instead of, yes, it's, you know, I think it's fine to flex, but I think it's also like, how can you embrace kind of how you just are and leverage 
you know, kind of kind of operate from that vantage point as opposed to, you know, flexing as as much as you may think you need to do and not creating that indirect story. So I, I thank you for, for sharing that insight. I think that'll be helpful for anyone listening to this that's introverted and kind of sometimes struggling with that. It's particularly in, in the American culture. So what would you say is one of the common pitfalls, you know, you see with introverts that can impede their success? I know with your course, it seems like you're, you're very interactive, you know, with people that take your course. There's kind of that feedback loop, which is great. Like, what are, what are some of the, the common threads you see as people are trying to kind of figure out what their introversion mean and how to really leverage it? Sure. The most common pitfall that I see and probably the most important one to address whether an introvert wants to admit it or not, is a lack of confidence. So a lot of introverts, they don't do things because of a lack of confidence. But in reality, look, the way we can gain confidence from, it's not even only introverts, but even consultants, everyone, is just by understanding things better, by asking the right questions. And so once you understand, you get that information that you understand, you become more confident in applying it or even doing or applying the information or implementing it. And so we're all in sales, whether we like it or not. I mean, consultants especially, since they're constantly interacting with clients and they need to convince someone that this is the best strategy, that this is the best way to go for you to get the results that you're aiming to achieve. And so, you know, our friends are in sales too. Anytime someone says, hey, have you watched this movie? It's a really good show or really good movie. You should watch it. It's on Netflix. That was a quick sale. And so the late Zig Ziglar had the best definition of selling by far. He defined selling as a transference of emotion. And so we're always transferring emotion. I mean, that's what we call influence to a certain degree. Here's the thing with consulting. And with introversion, is that if you lack confidence, guess what kind of emotions you're transferring? Guess what kind? Of, guess what you're selling? You're selling insecurity. You're selling a lack right. of confidence. And nobody wants to buy a lack of confidence. Nobody wants to do business with insecurity. And so, to be confident in what you do, and to have a reason why you do it, will give you that confidence will help you influence and persuade people so much better. And so just realize that, hey, the way I transfer emotion is very different from the way Christy transfers emotion. So I don't have to try to imitate her. I can just do it in my own style and my own fashion, whatever feels natural to me. And so I believe that that's the most common pitfall, is that a lot of people are doing things that they don't really understand. They don't really have a, a good reason why they're doing it. It's just the norm. It's just the tactic that someone else was using. And so to really just have a good understanding and a good reason on why you're doing the things you're doing will help you persuade and influence and sell better because you'll have that confidence to do it. Well said, well said. So for the last part of our show, I'm actually going to slightly pivot because, you you know, I want to go back to the, you know, the part of authenticity. I know that's important to you. Um, but then you mentioned breakdancing. <laughs> I'm just fascinated by the combination of, you know, you're a writer, you're a speaker, you're a teacher, and you're a breakdancer. So, like, how did that come about? Like, just a quick spiel, if you can just share with our audience. Sure. So, 
look, authenticity, man, breakdancing. I started breakdancing when I was around 18. Just kind of happened by accident. I've always been stimulated by challenges. And if there's a challenge ahead of me, I am like so focused since I was a little boy. Breakdancing was one of those things. To push my body to the limits, to, to learn how to dance, and then to compete and do shows. So I've done shows for the NBA. I traveled and competed. But what I learned in breakdancing was the power of authenticity. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Because That's every dancer great. is unique and different. And so the next time you see a group of dancers, this is what I want you to do. I want you to pay attention to the best dancer in that group. They're doing the same routine to the same song, sometimes even wearing the same shoes and clothes. Yet, one of them looks better than the other. One of them stands out. Have you ever asked yourself why someone looks better? Even though the movements are the same, everything is the same, mechanics, everything. And it has everything to do with authenticity. The reason that that dancer is better and stands out is because she is staying true to who she is. She understands the way her body naturally moves. And so the way she commits to the routine is on an entirely different level because it's in a natural way and it's in an authentic way. And so her movements are more fluid, are more in control. And that's what makes you the better dancer. So I discovered this when I used to travel and uh, compete. I discovered that only because I was like a year or two into breakdancing, sometimes I was competing against people that were five or 10 years in breakdancing. They had better moves. They had better skills, just more experience overall. But I could beat them if I stood a chance, a better chance of beating them. And sometimes I did if I were, if I just was more authentic than they were. So while they were doing flashy tricks and blow ups and stuff like that, I was just simply dancing in the best way that I know how to dance, in a natural way. So I was in tune with the music, and therefore the judges who were experienced dancers understood this guy is the better dancer. And so therefore I would win, and I would actually beat people. So I would beat my competition. The same thing in consulting is the same thing in business, is that if you uh, wrap your business, your consulting in authenticity, you will naturally stand out every time better and more than the next consultant that's just going through the motions, trying to do be flashy or tricky. It's just, you're always going to stand out. And so authenticity, I think, is just so crucial in our life, but also in business and consulting. Hey, go-getters. Have feedback on today's show? Questions on consulting? Want to be a guest? We'd love to hear from you. Just drop us a line at mecmuseunplugged at gmail. That's mecmuseunplugged at gmail.com. You can also show us your support by downloading episodes, spreading the word to friends and family, or leaving us a review. Remember, Meesey Muse Unplugged is a pop-up podcast, which means we'll stick around as long as we continue to hear from you. Thank you for your support. Now back to today's show. I love that story. That was just such an insightful. I have noticed with, I think it's with any type of performance, there is that one or two people that stand out. And you just kind of, I, I think in the past, up until this conversation, I used to just chuck it up as, oh, you know, you know how you hear pe- some people just have the it factor, right? They have that je ne sais quoi, right? And I used to just chuck it up to something like that. But 
now that you say that, it kind of makes sense. So thank you for bringing that to light. That was really helpful. No problem. But the thing is, I mean, they're transferring emotion. That's why you feel it. That's why you notice it. I mean, they're selling too. They're selling a performance, an experience. And so it's just really awesome. I get excited. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. It's great. Um, well, you know, Louis, this actually wraps up today's episode. Just want to give you a moment if you have any parting remarks, you know, to uh, our go-getters on how to be a great consultant, particularly if you are introvert. What's the, what's the one parting takeaway that you have? Absolutely. So go-getters, consultants, if you want to succeed as a consultant, just be sure to have a clear understanding of three things. Have a clear understanding and make a decision about who you are. Have a clear understanding and make a decision about who your ideal clients are or the people that you're working or serving. And then have a clear understanding and make a decision on what selling is and how that looks for you. And you'll be set because that's where you're going to make the difference. And so if you can have a clear understanding and frame your decisions According to those three things, you're going to be okay when it comes to consulting. And with that, thank you so much, Louis, for joining us today. Maybe you can share you know, your contact information. How, how should people get in contact with you if they're interested in connecting? Sure. Yeah, definitely. They can catch me at mightyintrovert.com. Most of my social media uh, handles are Luis Creates, so L-U-I-S, and then the word Creates. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and then you could probably find me on LinkedIn too. Awesome. And I'll make sure for our go-getters, we'll post out the links as well on our website. So again, thank you so much, Louis. This is such a great conversation. I really appreciate you coming and, and really uh, being a guest on today's show. No problem. Thank you for having me. Yeah, definitely. And, and go-getters, if you have a question or feedback, feel free to drop us a line at unplugged at gmail.com. Tune in next week. Uh, we will actually be doing our very first Where Are They Now segment. I was able to catch up with an old colleague and, and we're going to have a great conversation. I would like to, again, thank today's guest for being on the show. And thank you, my go-getters, for tuning in. This is Christy Lindor signing out for the Missy Muse Unplugged pop-up podcast. And here is your journey to greatness. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. This pop-up podcast was inspired by my upcoming book, The Misi News, 100 Plus Selected Practices, Unwritten Rules, and Habits of Great Consultants. I have people asking me over the last year many questions about this book, but the one question that comes up constantly is, Christy, you have such a demanding career. How did you find time to write this book? And honestly, the answer is simple. I really sought to become the mentor that I wish I had earlier in my career. In the beginning of my career, I didn't have many mentors, um, mental maps of what success really looked like, and I really struggled with that in, in a lot of different ways. But what's nice about struggles is that I overcame them, I grew stronger, more competent, and I'm so excited where I am today in my career. I, I just want to share you know, what I've learned and be able to help you. And so I wrote the book, you know, with my years of experience, but I also had an opportunity, an amazing opportunity to connect with over 50 or so consulting partners and leaders across the industry, sharing their stories, their antidotes, their resources on how you could be a great consultant yourself. So do me a favor, pick up your phone right now, 
go to www.mecnews.com. If you scroll down, you'll see a little box to sign up for uh, the book pre-sale notification, go ahead and sign up for it. Um, I'd love to hear your feedback on uh, my book as well as the podcast. So thanks again for listening and here's to your journey to greatness.